I've said I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. And, you know, last night uh, there was a town hall with Donald Trump on Fox News. I never watched Fox. <laughs> Their ratings probably, like, boom, skyrocketed, right? And then I found out there was a debate last night between Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. I'm not even sure if Vivek was on the stage. I mean, I didn't watch it. But uh, Vivek made a comment recently that's just quite interesting. How, uh, you know, the Uniparty is really pushing for Nikki Haley. And uh, no one watched the CNN debate, I'm sure. I, I didn't even know it, it was happening. Someone said, well, there's a debate tonight. And I said, no, that's the town hall. <laughs> Do you like, I just thought they must have made a mistake, like, because Donald Trump's going to be on a town hall. And Donald Trump looked great, and his answers were, he was as sharp as I've ever seen him, ever. And you juxtapose that with someone like Joe Biden who can't, you know, tie his shoelaces or say his name. He can't read a teleprompter. I mean, he's not ready for prime time. Can't find his way off stage and gives two-minute speeches. It was about four or five days ago, uh, Donald Trump gave a two-hour speech. A two-hour speech. I posted it on Twitter. It's X. Elon Musk has been tweeting up a storm lately about free speech and about some other things, but, you know, talking about how criminal it is, what's happening in New York City, where they're basically kicking kids out of school to make way for illegals. Meanwhile, you got a stockpile of passports and IDs at the southern border, 
people are dropping their their identification. They're shedding it. So that when they show up at the border with no ID, they get a whole new personality, a whole new ID. They could say their name was something other than it is. They get a completely clean slate. The criminals from all these other countries literally are being let out of prison, given a passport, or or use their passport to get to our southern border because they don't care about telling the truth of who they are. They're not trying to get into the other countries. They're trying to get into our country because our country will take them. The best country in the world with the biggest GDP and the most freedoms historically is now the country that has to say yes to every Tom, Dick, and Harry that came out of prison. That has gotten involved in drug trafficking so that you could just deteriorate and decay. It's sort of like eating sugar all day and all night for a year and not expecting a cavity without brushing your teeth. It's insane. There's piles of passports and photo IDs just dropped off at the southern border. And when they go to the southern border without an ID, because they dropped it off and threw it in the tra- you know, throw it along the trail, they're finding them all along the trail. They go into the southern border, and next thing you know, they get a whole new ID. What's your name? Joe Smith. You don't look like a Joe Smith. You look like you're from Ethiopia. No, my name's Joe Smith. And they're like, okay, Joe. (laughs) Seem like an upstanding citizen to me. (laughs) We're going to make you a citizen. Your hearing will be in about eight to ten years. You'll be just fine. Just, uh, you know, enjoy your stay in the United States. Uh, and by the way, you know, it's illegal to rape women and children and sell drugs and, and, and traffic and drugs. And that's all they're going to do. So there was a town hall last night. We got clips from Donald Trump's town hall. The other big story, though, was Hunter Biden, right? Hunter Biden shows up in Congress. Now, he's in court today in California, but he was in, he was in Congress yesterday. The benefits of flying, I guess, first class or private jets. He and his law attorney and his bag man um, were all sitting there, smug as a bug on a rug until Marjorie Taylor Greene shows up. And next thing you know, he runs out of the room. It's absolutely stunning. So we have a bunch of clips to share with you. Um, I'm going to start. There's so many places I could start. So we have a bunch of audio today, but uh, it's good. It's entertaining in case you haven't heard them all. But um, we're going to get to this here in just a second. So I, I just, um, I want I want to make sure that we don't get these. Uh, I have to do something quick here. So we don't get the interruptions that we don't want. All right. So um, 
Here we go. All right. So this is clip number one. Now, this is going to be related to Trump. I think you look at Joe Biden, it's bedlam. You have a man who can't lead. You have a man who can't find his way off a stage after he makes a speech that lasts for about two minutes. They have chaos at the border. They have chaos in the military. People are going woke. He can't put two sentences together, and he's representing us on nuclear weapons with Putin and Xi. You like Ron DeSantis, but he wouldn't even be around today. He'd be working in a pizza shop or perhaps a law firm. If I didn't endorse him, the biggest fan of Dr. Fauci was Ron DeSanctimonious. He was a big fan. He said, I go by exactly, quote, I go by what Dr. Fauci said. She doesn't have what it takes. She'll be creamed in the the election. And I mean, I know her very well. And I happen to believe that Chris Christie is right. That's one of the few things he's been right about, actually. So Chris Christie was caught on a hot mic and uh, basically said Nikki Haley has no chance. Well, and he's probably right because the polls, uh, according to the New York Times Siena poll, the Republican Party in 2023, 37% is MAGA base, 37% is persuadable, only 25% is non-Trump. And after last night, last night's town hall, I mean, I've never seen Trump sharper than he was last night. He was just on his game. And people would flip around, I guess, from what I heard, from CNN debate to Donald Trump. And they were launching attacks at each other. And Donald Trump was speaking to the American people. It was beautiful. If, if, he, if he didn't need any help at all in Iowa, the Fox Business poll has Trump 52%. DeSantis, 18%. Nikki Haley, 16%, Ramaswamy, 7%, and Chris Christie, 3%. And guess what? Chris Christie dropped, dropped out. And while he was dropping out, he was caught on a hot mic and said, Nikki Haley has no chance. How do you like them apples? But here was a great clip here, and then we're going to get to Vivek and his commentary. But this is a really great clip, and I'm gonna, we're going to comment on this because... Trump announces that he knows who his VP pick is going to be. O-M-G, right? So he knows. And then I want you to listen to this analysis from this guy named Frank. I think his name's Frank Lee. But um, he gave brilliant analysis. He said he thinks it's going to be Ben Carson. And the way he said it, and the explanation he gave for saying it, I have to say, I think he's right. I wish I would have thought of it. Ben Carson, I believe, is already Trump's hand-picked vice president, for, for vice presidential candidate. And the reason why I believe that, too, is Ben Carson was working the phones and campaigning and stumping for Trump out in Iowa. And, you know, he's a family man. So taking him away from his family, I I just truly believe. And Ben Carson's one of the smartest people in the room, one of the best neurosurgeons that ever lived. 
Um, but let's take a listen to this. Who would be in the running for a vice president? Well, I can't tell you that, really. I mean, I know who it's going to be. Give us a hint. I'll give you. We'll do another show sometime. Well, what about any of the people who you've run against? Would you be open to mending fences with oh, any sure, of them? Oh, sure, I will. I will. I've already started like Christy better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on his game, I'm telling Christy, you, folks. No, on his game. I don't see it. I don't see it. That would be an upset. Christy for vice president. You know, Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to announce. No. I- it was great. <laughs> so he said he knows who it is, Mike, but he's not telling us. Yeah, um, no, Mike yeah I've Lee. heard rumors about the short list include Christy Noem. Um, my favorite for him would be. So, so Christy Noem, I'm not a big fan of uh, for lots of reasons. But uh, in any case, uh, this is this guy's name's Mike Lee, and he's going to give such a great analysis. You just have to t- take it in. Ben Carson, more so because of his style. Um, if you if you think about Trump, so right he here. said he knows who it is, Mike, but he's not telling us. Yeah, um, um, you know, I've heard rumors about the short list include Christy Nome. Um, my favorite for him would be Ben Carson, more so because of his style. Um, if you if you think about Trump as a more bombastic type character, uh, just like Mike Pence was, a lot more even keeled, mm. a lot more uh, articulate in the way that he expressed things. Uh, ben Carson would be that that pick, and since the Iowa caucus. Eight years ago, when Ted Cruz uh, did the robocall to try to convince everybody that Ben Carson had dropped out, which allowed Ted Cruz to to win that, Uh, Ben Carson has been firmly on Team Trump. You didn't have any problems with him in the last administration. You can see the real difference in this campaign and how this Team Trump has been running now. There's no leaks. Right. It, it is a tight team of people that believe in the agenda versus people like, say, Nikki Haley, uh, who cozied up to him just to undercut him at every step of the way. Wow. So it's um, it, it, it's a lot. It's it, a lot of reasons to be a lot more enthusiastic about Trump this time around. Yeah, it's great. Great conversation here. Yeah. So and then uh, um, Trump said something about uh, he'd be selling pizzas, talking about um, DeSantis. Take a listen to this little jab uh, because he'd be selling pizzas or uh, uh, selling used cars or something like that. I forget what he said. Or he'd be a lawyer uh, but or selling pizzas, right? So that's kind of funny because uh, uh, the reason why I said that too is because I think there was a time when he was on the campaign trail, DeSantis, and he was like wolfing down a pizza, talking with his mouth full. And Trump hates that. But uh, take a listen to this little little uh jar barb uh wit we're gonna keep it going we'll take a short break when we come back Uh oh wait no i missed that okay so so the the guy says uh i don't think it's such a bad i bad thing you know pizzas let's see if if i could find that it was pretty now yeah i don't have that okay so but the guy says, well, pizza's not such a bad job. Out in California, their, their uh, Pizza Hut is paying $19 an hour. It's kind of funny on a business show like uh, the Maria show. That's my go-to show. If I'm going to watch anything on TV, there's one show I watch. It's Maria. <laughs> She's the only one I trust right now. Um, all right, so I told you we're going to take a listen to Vivek. He uh, posted this. He said, CNN equals crap news network. Lied to you about Trump-Russia collusion hoax, COVID origin, Hunter Biden laptop ahead of 2020 election, Whitmer kidnapping plot, Covington Catholic 
uh, student defamation, truth about January 6th. The list goes on. You can say Jesse Smollett, which I think is actually a very profound example of what the left is willing to do. Um, yeah. So now that they're interfering with the Iowa GOP caucus to prop up corporate candidates, excluded multiple polls used for the RNC debates to artificially exclude me, uh, don't uh, buy their BS. We'll dive to deep tonight on Timcast. Okay, so this is another show with live studio audience. Okay, so take a listen to this. I'm Vivek Ramaswamy, and I approve this message. The mainstream media is trying to rig the Iowa GOP caucus in favor of the corporate candidates who they can control. Don't fall for their trick. They don't want you to hear from me about the truth of what really happened on January 6th, the truth about the COVID origin, the Hunter Biden laptop story, and everything else they have lied to you about. So you can fix that. Take your remote and turn this off. Yeah, no, there was a, there was another clip, too, that I'm going to try to get um, where he's talking about how they're they're boost. They're trying to boost Nikki Haley because they want that corporate thing. I, I've been saying this for a long time. And I said this back when um, Robert Kennedy Jr. was sort of relevant. Right. He's no longer relevant. But I said the globalists aren't going to meddle in our elections and try to rig the elections. They're not. If you have DeSantis going against Biden, or if you have um, uh, DeSantis versus RFK, or let's see, if you have DeSantis and and Biden, there's two globalists. If you have Nikki Haley and Biden, two globalists, people that are sold out to the corporate media. But as soon as you have, and if you have RFK and Trump, then basically there's no there's no advantage because both are not beholden to the globalists. It's only when you have that crisscross where you have a non-globalist and a globalist going at each other that you're going to have the globalist agenda and the corporate money, the BlackRock dollars, investing in the outcome of an election that can make a difference. If you have two people of the same cloth, then what's it matter who wins? Why spend your equity and um, and why bother, right? So, you know, that's that, that's the kind of the point there. Um, <clears throat> all right. In other news, super strange how South Africa, South Africa is leading the prosecution at, in The Hague against Israel, alleging genocide against Palestinian uh, terrorists while at the same time advocating for the slaughter of white farmers in their own country. That's what they're doing. They're racists. South Africa leadership is racist. And they want to kill and exterminate and commit genocide against white people, particularly white landowners, particularly white landowner farmers. And so the hypocrisy is unprecedented. Their racism is off the charts. But they sit, stand there today and talk before the Hague Committee uh, 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 event. And uh, it's, a, it's a convene amongst the, the Hague uh, to debate the issue of 
genocide in the Middle East. Everybody predicted that this was going to happen, that uh, somehow Israel was going to retaliate and try to fix the problem so it doesn't reemerge. Just putting a little Band-Aid on it is not going to fix the problem. And so whatever is happening in the Middle East didn't have to happen. It didn't help that you had Joe Biden release about $300 billion into the hands of Iran, just like just like um, Barack Hussein Obama did. Yeah, there was the $6 billion that was unfrozen recently, and that was released into the hands of the Iranians. But they also released relieved the sanctions, which amounted to, and, and Trump ad- addressed that in his uh, town hall last night. So there was a CNN debate last night, I said. I watched Trump on another network. Who won the fifth Republican debate? And some people say Nikki Haley. Some people say Ron DeSantis. It doesn't matter. It's all irrelevant. They're neither going to be president. They're neither going to be the nominee for the Republican Party. And they're neither going to be uh, the VP pick for Donald Trump. It's going to be Ben Carson. I believe that analysis. So politicians in the ruling left green liberal government increasingly call for the AFD party to be banned in Germany. So just like they're doing with MAGA here, they're declaring MAGA and parents who don't want their kids to be exposed to transvestites or be subjected to sex sex dysphoria and sex change and mind manipulation. Those parents were deemed by our FBI as the criminal FBI as uh, terrorists and MAGA. Biden calls MAGA supporters uh, terrorists. Well, they're doing the same thing in Germany. Politicians in the ruling left green liberal government increasingly call for the AFD party to be banned in Germany. Germany's AFD party surges to a new record high, hits 24% for the first time. So they're only second to this union party. Uh, and they're like the leading party. So, you know, and it's just going, it's going their way fast because people are waking up around the world to the globalist tyranny. And that's how I label it too, it's globalist tyranny. So DeSantis and Haley trade barbs in tense debate while Trump talks to voters. That's according to John Solomon. So we have a caller. We're going to go ahead and take this uh, call here. Caller, you're on the air. Hey, how are you today? Pretty good. Yeah, isn't it a shame what's what's going on all the way around? I mean, have you ever in your lifetime felt like you're living in insanity. Yeah, but I mean, here we I, I've I've got I've, I I was at I was at that point when I did not when I before I I was at that point a couple of years ago before I fully understood what was going on. I, I just thought I just thought that people were crazy. Now I understand that it's not crazy. It's strategic. It's mind manipulation. It's sowing chaos, the seeds of chaos to and confusion to distract. It's it's a whole strategy. 
And and uh, now I just know that we're in a fight for our lives and we're at war. Yeah, I mean, that's probably your best uh, way of... Uh, but at what point do we stop participating and start and, doing what and we start do punching work. yeah yeah i mean punching back right um yeah i mean that's the million dollar question that is a million dollar question right there we have we have people being murdered over things like the epstein island thing there for instance the, the corruption that we are going to work and paying for every day through our tax dollars not only in this country, but what, what spreads worldwide because of this monetary system that we are part of. What, what do you think the greatest solution is to get out of this monetary? Because, it, I mean, let's face it, that's... We're not that's getting out of it. We're not getting out of $34 trillion in debt. The only thing that's happening, and I, I believe that they know this, is that the uh, digital currency is going to hit a reset. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be like a student loan forgiveness on steroids. Instead of it being $500 billion, it's going to be $34 trillion. <laughs> You know what I mean? $35 trillion by the time we get there. But somehow there's going to be a reset. And, and I think also there's going to be a conflict. And China is going to be on the short end of that stick because people owe a lot of money to China. This whole Taiwan election that's going to happen this Saturday, this is a big deal. And right now, the crazy libtards that are running the show in our government right now are the ones in control of installing a ta- the next Taiwanese leader. And China knows it. And the thing is, is that China has every incentive because here's the thing that would happen. I think most people know Trump's going to be the next president of the United States. And what's going to happen is China's going to want to move in on Taiwan and Trump's going to say, if you do that, we're going to put a trade embargo on you. If, if the United States and the West put a trade embargo on China, they would collapse within a week and they would crumble. So China is not the biggest, strongest threat that we think that they are. They are and they aren't. They, they represent yeah, a no. lot, right? So here's the thing. I, we could crush their economy in two seconds. Don't you think that Kim Jong uh, Kim Jong Un, uh, not Kim Jong Un. Um, G, G, uh, President G. Don't you think that G knows that? And this, my point there is this: He's going to try to get this deal done with Taiwan before uh, twenty twenty four, before January twentieth, twenty twenty five. Well, we'll have to. I, I think time will tell there, but. Yeah, you know, I, I voted for Trump in the beginning all the time, and I was always supportive of Trump. I, I just see so many people now, you know, changing their tune. Who who do you think you're in Utah, right? Correct. So who who do you think is going to be Mitt Romney's replacement? Well, John Curtis, it sounds like, is trying to get in that seat. John Curtis, um, I don't even know a John Curtis. John Curtis is the senator down in. Provo, I believe, and he's 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 not my favorite pick. Um, so, what about uh, Chaffetz? I'd like to see him. You know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him take it. You know, um, he did a lot of <clears throat> exposing, I should say, when he was in Congress. He, mm-hmm. he exposed a lot of stuff. He was he was very much 
bringing it to the forefront of, of government waste. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, and, but that that's all they're doing anymore. It seems like they're just bringing it to the, they're exposing it all, but no one's being held accountable. No right. one's getting fired. No, Nothing's getting slashed. That's absolutely you right. You know, I, I, that Ramaswamy, I like some of his ideas. You know, I, I don't know if I trust him, but I, I and you know about mass layoffs in the government. Put these people back in the private sector. You know, I, I mean, we've got to get back to where we make things here, and, and we, we can't do this. What we've been doing, we're manufacturing stuff from, we're getting stuff from China and. I mean, everything just built the break. It's it's nothing lasts anymore in our country. That you, you merchandise should buy. It's all it's built to break. It's designed to right, break. Right, 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 right. I know that. Yeah. But, but I, uh, yeah, I, I don't trust DeSantis. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's. Uh, I mean, he's. I mean, these guys just badmouth Trump left and right. You know, and it's like last night in a little clip of the debate I saw from DeSantis talking about how Trump didn't fulfill all his promises. Every day the man woke up shielding a dozen arrows Then from the day he came down that escalator. And, you know, this time around, I, I sure hope I'm not going to be so complacent and, and, and tolerable to these people yeah. that, that, that need service dogs to heal because Trump's... I'm not going to be too nice to them anymore. I'm not going to turn a blind eye it's it's the the effects on us the future of our kids and our grandchildren has been too it's been too much i mean we, we we're in inflation rate right now get ready next year everything's going up again right. all, i'm already getting notices from all my providers and and vendors and things are going to go you think it's expensive now Wait yeah. till next year. It's everything's going. I mean, we can't keep we can't keep going on the tariffs. I, I love Trump's idea on tariffs. That's how our federal government was supposed to be funded. Right, tariffs. right, right. Well, so, well, Rob, we 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 got to go, but uh, I have so much that I have to cover today. But thank you so much for you. calling in. Take care. Have a good day. All right. Take care. All right. All right. So uh, we're gonna. Go ahead and move along here. Uh, Got to get the uh, Got to get this audio right. Um, all right, so we're go- what we're going to do is we have a bunch of audio and we have some other things we want to cover. Um, one of the things is Fannie Willis. Okay, so Fan- Fannie Willis is uh, in Georgia, and new information's coming out about her and. You know, her home wrecker, you know, she was a home wrecker. Nathan Wade, she was, you know, sleeping with Nathan Wade, who was married uh, to some woman that he wasn't taking care of financially, uh, apparently because they they were going through some, some divorce and he was sort of a deadbeat uh, and uh, went for the money. I mean, it's just a bunch of crooked people. You take also Ruby Freeman, right? Uh, The woman that was stuffing, uh, rotating ballots in in Fulton County uh, to try to just like count the Biden votes over and over and over again when they had that so-called leak 
and all the cameras left, uh, but there was one camera still on, and they showed them rigging it. She's the one that's going to get what a hundred and seventy-eight million dollars from uh, um, Rudy Giuliani. Remember that story? Yeah, that quackadoodle. You know these uh, these this corruption is unbelievable in Atlanta. It's a waste town. It's going to end up like Baltimore and Detroit. And and the other thing is uh, er- Erdogan, the uh, er- Erdogan, um, the uh, <clears throat> New York attorney uh, judge, said basically that Trump couldn't even give a closing statement <laughs> because Trump didn't agree with the uh, the restrictions which were unprecedented. So Trump's going to win that on appeal. He's going to lose. And I think they're going to try to get him for 340 million or 378 million. I mean, it's insane. But he's going to lose this, then he's going to win on appeal. And I just wish that the appeal process would be when they're so easy to judge and evaluate. I wish the appeal process would be so much easier. But think about how much it's already cost the team Trump with regard to the legal fees that he has and and the time spent. He wanted to spend some time. Trump did. He wanted to spend some time with um, Melania when Melania lost her mother. Lost her mother at the age of 78. And uh, her mother died at 78. And so dealing with that strife of losing your mother Donald Trump wanted to to extend uh, continue uh, a, a court appearance date, and the stupid judge said no. And it's not just unbelievable what they're doing to Trump. And Trump just you know comes out like last night looking like a million bucks. So. Kanakawa the Great, I follow him. He does really good research. He says, Georgia District Attorney Fannie Willis exposed for secretly collaborating with the January 6th committee before indicting Donald Trump. Nathan Wade, well, they went to the White House just before they opened up the case against Trump. Nathan Wade, Willis, chief prosecutor and alleged romantic partner, documented four covert meetings held between the January 6th committee and the prosecution team. April 18th to 21st, 22. May 31st, 22. September 7th, 9th, 22. November 16th, 22. In addition, court documents reveal that Willis's team conducted two secretive meetings with the Biden White House on May 23rd and November 18th of 2022, totaling 16 hours of discussions before levying charges against Trump. White House visitor logs further reveal that Willis spent five hours at the Biden White House on February 28th, another date, merely a week after recommending charges against Biden's leading presidential opponent. Willis faces additional scrutiny after being subpoenaed to testify in the divorce proceedings of lead prosecutor Nathan Wade. A motion, they went to the Caribbean. They went to, um, uh, Naples, Florida, they went went all over the place. Napa Valley, that's where they went, Napa Valley, California. A motion filed this week by Trump co-defendant Mike Roman 
alleges an inappropriate romantic relationship between Willis and Wade, from which both have financially benefited. So also Marjorie Taylor Greene is opening up criminal charges against Fannie Willis. So they might find themselves in hot water. They're not even very well qualified. You know, another little thing about the J6 uh, committee that I learned yesterday uh, in the debacle and the, uh, with Hunter Biden, and they were trying to get to grips on how they're going to proceed with uh, the violation of a subpoena in the House committee. And what they talked about was they were saying, well, you had a couple of uh, Trump uh, cabinet members that didn't uh, adhere to a subpoena by the uh, J6 committee. Well, that committee was never uh, certified. It was never sanctioned. It had no subpoena authority because it was a kangaroo court. Because there were no, you know, the Republicans didn't even get to pick who they wanted. They got Adam Kinzinger and, and Liz Cheney, both of whom hate the subject, Trump. So, I mean, you know, go figure. So undocumented, why do military-aged men discard their IDs and visas before illegally crossing our border? Simple, they are automatically paroled and given a new identity. We'll never know who they are or why they are here. This is an invasion. So this is this just an incredible discovery. And it, it gets worse along the border. So locals in Brooklyn are protesting after James Madison High School was closed to students so migrants could set up camp in the high school. A shouting match took place outside the school between anti-illegal migrant protesters and pro-illegal migrant protesters. One angry grandmother blamed Biden for the situation. I blame the president first of all, but you can't get to him. The mayor and and the governor for not stepping, but you can't get to him. The mayor and the governor for not stepping up and voicing their outrage at how are we supposed to support all these people. So that wasn't well written, but I would like to see you So it's just a lot of chaos there. All right, so Elon Musk is right. Okay, so Elon Musk says this. In the USA, you don't need government-issued ID to vote, and you can mail in your ballot. This is insane. So you don't need an ID to vote, and you can mail in your ballot. How crazy. So Charlie Kirk wrote something in response to this. Elon Musk is right, he says. It is insane we do not have mandatory voter ID paper ballots and in-person voting, except for rare exceptions, everywhere in the country. Dems say it's racist. They say it's not logistically feasible. They're lying. France is multiracial, is a multiracial democracy. Somehow they count 35 million ballots by hand and announce results the same evening. Why is France all but banned early voting? Why does France require paper ballot IDs and signature forms? Why did France ban mail-in voting in 1975 amid fears of potential fraud? Why must a French voter fill out a form in advance and deliver it to a police station in order to assign a proxy voter? And why can the proxy, why can that proxy voter only vote 
on behalf of one other French citizen because France takes the integrity of its election seriously and it isn't trickled by lies. It isn't tricked by lies from huskers, hucksters afraid of losing their power. France gets a lot wrong, but they have the voting right. I'm telling you. So, uh, X Twitter News posts, Justice has prevailed. X has successfully fought for its user rights to free speech. The University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign has rescinded its disciplinary action against Juan David Campolargo, dropping all charges and closing the case. All right, great. So Elon Musk wrote, writes, uh, or wrote, as promised, that platform will fight for your freedom. Uh, as promised, this platform will fight for your freedom to speak. We expect many such battles in the future. Freedom of speech is the bedrock of democracy. Without it, America ends. So he's serious about this. President Trump's attorney asked, this is according to Lee Stefanik, President Trump's attorney asked to postpone closing arguments a couple of days because of the death of First Lady Melania Trump's mother so that he can spend time with his wife. Judge Engeron rejected that request. Despicable. People are outraged. So this was written. um, It says Judge Arthur Engeron has decided that Donald Trump will not be allowed to give a closing argument in the civil fraud trial in New York. The prosecution has been asking the judge not to let Trump speak or defend himself in closing arguments, and the judge said he'd allow it with a lot of restrictions. Trump wouldn't agree to these restrictions and felt he deserved the opportunity to speak freely and defend himself. The judge didn't agree. Once again, Trump is being unfairly cheated by a corrupt system of prosecutors and a far-left judge who are clearly coordinating against him. Not only a man, especially a former president, to freely defend himself in unconstitutional is unconstitutional at best. How are Democrats still getting away with this? And not only that, they're expediting all these cases to get them in before the, the trial. All right, let's take a listen to this. This was uh, something else I got from Maria today. This isn't about Hunter Biden's white privilege. It's about Hunter Biden's Democrat privilege. Because Donald Trump Jr. showed up for five congressional subpoenas. And the only folks that are afraid to hear from the witness with the American people watching are my friends on the other side of the aisle. The reality is that we are here because, plain and simple, two reasons. Retribution for Donald Trump and the fact that the Republicans have no evidence. Spitting in our face, ignoring a congressional subpoena to be deposed. What are you afraid of? You have no... To come up here, Hunter Biden should be arrested right here, right now, and go straight to jail. Hunter then stormed out of the hearing once Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene got a chance to speak and potentially ask him a question. Watch. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, excuse going? me, Hunter. Apparently, you're afraid of my words. Uh, here goes. 
Hunter Biden will also be in Los Angeles uh, today in a courtroom later today. He's expected to plead not guilty to federal tax charges. Joining us right now to talk more about all of this is New Jersey Congressman Jeff Van Drew, a member of the House Judiciary Committee. Congressman, thanks very much for being here. Your reaction to that oversight hearing yesterday? Look, my reaction is this. I would have loved to see him drop by the Judiciary Committee hearing as well, but I guess he just didn't have the time to do that. He is laughing in the face of every single taxpaying, hardworking American who plays by the rules and pays their taxes and does what they're supposed to. And you know why? Because he's been a man of privilege. Because he illegally purchased a gun when he was drunk, when he was high, and filled out a form, lied knowingly, and then disposed of the gun illegally in a trash disposal. Do you know what would happen to you or me, Marie? Well, we would get the book thrown at us, right? So that's that's just it. But um, yeah, I want you to take a listen to this. We, we live in a republic, right? Uh, but uh, this guy, this guy, Aaron Russo, I played him before during this same interview where he was talking about the Rockefellers and how the Rockefellers were pushing women's lib in order to get women into the workplace, which would then cause children to have to go to school at an earlier age because someone's going to have to watch the children, right? So that was called kindergarten and kinder, you know, children, it's a German word, right? And uh, and it, it was allowing the government to get their hooks into the children's minds and groom them right so that was really the and the women's lib movement was really uh whether they were by you know wittingly or unwittingly uh they were either played as fools or what gloria steinem or she was in on it on the women's movement <clears throat> and that was to doct- indoctrinate future liberal voters of america Well, take a listen to this. The American people are living in a matrix. They don't understand the truth of how things are working in this country. You know, and let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. The very fact is that if you if you ask 100 people on the street, what kind of government is America supposed to be? Ninety nine percent of them will tell you a democracy. America is supposed to be a democracy. But that's a lie. That's an illusion. The word democracy is not written into the Constitution at one time. It's not in the Bill of Rights. It's not in the Declaration of Independence. The Founding Fathers hated the idea of a democracy. They thought it was the worst form of government there is. And I agree with them. Because in a democracy, 51% of the people control 49% of the people. If you're part of the 49%, you're not free. America was founded as a constitutional republic. And in that constitutional republic that we have, 99% of the people can't take away the rights of 1%. You have your rights because you were born with them. You have God-given human rights that nobody can take away from you. The government, the majority, no matter who they are, I can't take away your rights. And that's that's, that's what our founding fathers gave us. But the psychological operations that they do to us, they make us believe that we're a democracy and that majority rules. You see, you see, (laughs) that was the best explanation I have ever heard ever about the difference between a democracy and a republic. 
So also want to talk about climate change a little bit. Uh, we got this uh, clip. Uh, well, no, no, no. Actually, I'm going to skip that today. Skip that. That's, that's good for another day. Uh, we have actually a lot of these, these uh, clips that um, I want to play with Donald Tr- for Donald Trump from last night. Let's take a listen. Trump says he will deter foreign adversaries by peace through strength. Let's take a listen. I wiped out ISIS. You know, I did a thing that was, I won't go into names, I won't go into specifics, but we did a thing that nobody thought was possible. Did it very quickly. I withdrew from Syria. I withdrew from Iraq. I withdrew. They want to put people back. We're in countries that don't even want us. We're with countries that a lot of you never even heard the names of these countries. You know, there's a great leader, in my opinion, is very strong. Some people say it's terrible to say that, but he is. Viktor Orban, he's the prime minister of Hungary. And they asked him, what would you do? There are wars all over the world right now. He said, what I do is make sure the American people vote for Donald Trump for president, because when he was president, China feared him. I don't want to be feared, but he used the term. I'm not using the term. President Xi's a very tough cookie. But I think they did fear us. China feared him. Russia feared him. Everybody. I even got along with Kim Jong-un, you know, getting along with people with hundreds of nuclear weapons, it's not a bad thing. You know, they want to make it like a bad thing. It's a very good thing. But peace through strength. They didn't want to mess around. It would have never happened in Ukraine. Russia would have never gone in. Would have never happened. The recent attack on Israel would have never happened. A hundred, I mean, zero percent chance that was going to happen. They see a weak president in our country and they did something that was unthinkable. So we're going to have peace through strength. We're not going to have to fight. So on the other with side, that, with that part, being okay. said, you always have to be prepared. And I rebuilt our entire military. And think of it. Biden gave eighty five billion dollars worth of our military to Afghanistan so stupidly. Brand new tanks and planes and everything. Seven hundred thousand rifles and guns, 70,000 vehicles, many of them armor plated vehicles. And by the way, people died. Thirteen great soldiers died. I've gotten to know the families very well. Uh, many horribly hurt and hundreds of people killed when you include both hundreds of people killed <clears throat> in the most embarrassing moment in the history of our country. So I, I really appreciate the question. And I appreciate very much that uh, you're with me and I'm with you, too. So Thank you. <laughs> he's so such a rock star last night. So uh, here he is addressing the issue of abortion. The debate with with Hillary Clinton, I said, I said, you know, she's willing to rip the baby out of the womb in the ninth month. And, you know, I never heard this. See, I, infanticide. It happened to me. It just came to me during that debate. I didn't go up there thinking I was going to say that. And she even <clears throat> winced. Nobody wants to see that happening after a certain period of time. Nobody. They're the radicals because they're willing to kill the baby in eight months, nine months, or even after birth. If you debate with. Even after birth, infanticide. So he nailed that. Uh, here he says, we are going to have the largest deportation effort in the history of our country. We have millions and millions of people here. It is not sustainable. Did you see in New York City with it getting the regular students out and they're putting migrants in their place? We are going to have the largest deportation effort in the history of our country. We're bringing everybody back to where they came from. We have no choice. We have no choice. 
All right, and then he got a uh, endorsement from Senator John Barrasso, which was kind of big. Um, that 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 is a big deal. Uh, President Trump in Iowa, we will we have millions and millions of people here. Uh, let's take a listen to this. We have millions and millions of people here. It is not sustainable. Did you see in New York City with it getting the regular students out and they're putting migrants in their place? We are going to have the largest deportation effort yeah. in the we, history. And we just heard that part, but the first part is... So here we got DeSantis wants to cut Social Security and Medicaid. Nikki Haley wants to cut Social Security and Medicaid. Nikki Haley wanted to raise the age from 65 to 74. Let's take a listen. Yeah. DeSantis wants to cut Social Security and Medicare. Nikki Haley wants to cut Social Security and Medicare. Nikki Haley wanted to raise is the uh, age from 65 to 74, 75 but or 70. But only 70. for young. Yeah. <clears throat> this was a great response on retribution. Uh, I love this response. He pivoted a little bit here with Donald Trump on retribution because he said on day one, but he didn't say that this time. He said something different. Let's take a listen. A lot of time talking about retribution. And so there are questions about how much a second term of a Donald Trump presidency, second term, would be about retribution and looking backwards and grievances and how much would be looking forward. Well, first of all, a lot of people would say that that's not so bad. Look what they did. Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, the FBI Twitter hoax, the 51 intelligence agents hoax, all of these different hoaxes that they did. I mean, you know, a lot of people would say that's probably quite normal. I'm not going to have time for retribution. We're going to make this country so successful again. I'm not going to have time for retribution. A lot of time talking about. So, you know, what he says he says retribution success will be retribution. Well, first of all, a lot of people would say that that's not so bad. Look what they did. Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. The FBI right successful here. again. I'm not going to have time for retribution. And, and remember this. Our ultimate retribution is success. Our re- ultimate retribution is success. That was brilliant. Yeah, he was on fire last night. And uh, he had no wars. He says this, I had no wars. I'm I'm the only president in 72 years. I didn't have any wars. Let's take a listen to that real quick. Very little chaos. I think most of the chaos was caused by the Democrats constantly going after me. And remember this. Remember that with phony, Russia, Russia, Russia. I mean, if you look at Ukraine, 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 everything was phony. Uh, The FISA warrants, the uh, lying to Congress. They had chaos. They were the ones that caused the chaos. We didn't have chaos. We got the biggest tax cuts in history, the biggest regulation cuts in history. I had no wars. (laughs) Bingo. Hey, listen, we're at the end of the Scott Adams show. We we squeezed that uh, for all it's worth. Uh, Listen, um... Check out MAGAPAC.org. Make a donation if you'd like to keep the Scott Adams Show commercial free. Use Red State over at MyPillow.com. We'll see you next time.